Welcome to Shujin Academy VGM Club. I'm Professor Tom, your faculty sponsor. That song was Dream of Butterfly from the PlayStation Portable remake of Persona, and it was composed by Shoji Meguro with vocals by Yumi Kawamura. This is my second entry into the Masters of VGM series, where a bunch of us VGM podcasters are spending the month of June, and maybe more than June, highlighting our four favorite composers. My first episode in the series covered the greatest hits of Nobuo Oimatsu, and if you follow me on Twitter and see all the stuff from Persona that I like and retweet, you may have guessed that this episode is going to be all about Shoji Meguro. I first discovered the Persona games from a handful of persistent friends who told me that I had to play Persona 4 so many times that I finally broke down and bought a Vita so that I could check out Persona 4 Golden along with a few other games. I quickly fell in love with Persona 4's cast of characters in the small rural town where it was set, and I loved Persona 3 and Persona 5 just as much when I played them. Shoji Meguro is best known as the franchise composer for the Persona series, although it's certainly not all he's done. During his 25 years at Atlas, he worked as composer for four of the six main series Persona games, along with several spin-offs. He also worked on the soundtracks for some of the Shin Megami Tensei games, the Trauma Center games, Catherine, and others. He's since moved on to freelance work, but for me, his career is nearly as tied to the Persona series as Nobuo Oimatsu's career is tied to Final Fantasy, which is to say that this episode is going to be as much of a Persona mixtape as it will be an overview of Meguro's career. Megro's work is influenced by jazz, electronica, hip-hop, and classical music. A number of his songs feature lyrics in English written by himself or others, and those lyrics tend to be focused on what sounds good when sung rather than what makes sense. Sometimes this results in some really cool lines like, get up on your feet, tear down the walls, catch a glimpse of the hollow world. And sometimes it results in borderline nonsense like, flashy rhymes coated with spangles, 
adds some sounds and at times wangles. Three dots connect to rectangles. All this is to say that if you hear some lyrics during this episode and you aren't really sure how to make the phrasing work or if the pronunciation of some of the words feels really weird, just relax and let it go and enjoy the sounds. I think Meguro is a little underrated by the VGM world, particularly here in the West, probably because most of his work has been on games that are a bit of an acquired taste. The Trauma Center series was known for being hard as nails. The Shin Megami Tensei games are almost intentionally obtuse to people who aren't already huge JRPG fans. We didn't even get one in the United States until the release of SMT3. The Persona games are probably the most accessible thing he's ever worked on, and even those aren't for everyone. They mix dungeon crawling with slice-of-life dating sim elements, they're really plot-heavy, and they are very, very long, typically taking 100 or even 200 hours for a single playthrough plus a lot of stuff in them is very Japanese and doesn't make as much sense to a Western audience. Keeping with the greatest hits theme of these episodes, I'm going to play several songs from the most popular Persona games, and I'm going to start with a block from Persona 3. Persona 3 starts with the unnamed orphan protagonist moving to a new high school in a big city, and then he falls into opposing a complicated plot to destroy the world by otherworldly entities. I've always felt like the protagonist's design, borrowed from Shinji Ikari in the seminal anime Neon Genesis Evangelion, the opening cutscene of Persona 3 has him listening to headphones as he rides the train, which feels incredibly similar to a scene found early on in Evangelion. As JRPGs go, it's particularly dark. This is a game about finding reasons to go on living when you're surrounded by death and heavily traumatized. Speaking of trauma, I can't talk about Persona 3 without mentioning the fact that the characters use their powers by putting a gun to their head and pulling the trigger. It's not a real gun, but it looks like a gun, and it's off-putting the first several times you see it. There's one party member in particular who's got an animation to invoke her powers where she always looks completely uncomfortable, like every time she's doing it she has to force herself. I have no idea how the hot coffee minigame in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was a huge controversy and Persona 3's mimic suicide animations never got noticed by our society's self-appointed moral guardians, but I guess moral panics are like that. On to the music. The pseudo-official theme song for Persona 3 is Burn My Dread. There are two different versions of it on the soundtrack, one for the opening movie and one for the last battle. I'm going to play the opening movie version. It was composed by Shoji Meguro, with lyrics by Shigeo Komori and vocals by Yumi Kawamura. I'll also play Changing Seasons, a song from the middle of the game. I love the feel of the French lyrics to this song, and if you like it, you should check out the remix from the Persona 3 arrangement album. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. I couldn't find a credited name for the vocals on this track. After that, I'll play Iwatadai Station, which is a song from the game's shopping mall. Unlike a lot of other JRPGs, the Persona games don't follow a world map with different towns structure. They tend to involve a central home location for the characters that includes school, and then all of the dungeons are spokes from that central hub. Iwatadai Station is a song that really shows off Meguro's hip-hop influence in his songwriting. The last song I'll play in this block is When the Moon's Reaching Out Stars, which is the song that plays when you're traveling around the game's main hub area. There's a little lyrical couplet in this that goes, Just dialing your number failing to press the last two, and I really like the way that captures the mixed emotions that come from trying to psych yourself up to reach out to your teenage crush. Vocals here are once again by Yumi Kawamura. Here's the music. Enjoy!
In my book, Persona 3, 4, and 5 form a trilogy that I call the Primary Colors Games because each game uses a primary color in its marketing and art scheme. 3 uses blue, 4 uses yellow, and 5 uses red. That's not official terminology from the developers, it's just something I use as shorthand. All three games focus on a group of teenagers as they try to save humanity by exploring dungeons in the collective unconscious and interacting with monsters based on Jungian archetypes. All three games utilize a structure of activities based on school days that draws from the dating sim genre. All of them share a mechanic where you befriend people around you to build strength and advance the plot. All of them are very anime with regards to plot and themes with a lot of melodramatic plot twists. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, all of them take one or two hundred hours for a single playthrough. I suspect one of the reasons these games have such a loyal cult following is that Stockholm Syndrome sets in really hard after 50 hours. It's Stockholm Syndrome, or maybe the fact that hanging out with so many teenagers at your virtual high school makes you reminisce about your own high school days and hanging out with all of your friends back then. Persona 4 is set in the fictional village of Inaba, a small rural town located near Mount Fuji. The protagonist is cleverly named Yu, spelled Y-U, and he's been sent to the countryside to live with his uncle and school-aged cousin while his parents are overseas for work. There, he finds a new group of friends, and they all work together to solve a series of murders by exploring a shadow world that they enter through television sets. For this soundtrack, Meguro uses a lot of rock and pop sounds. You might think that he'd look to traditional Japanese music because of the rural setting, but I think it works better this way. I grew up in an area that was all about country and bluegrass music, and by and large, myself and my friends ignored all those traditional Americana sounds and listened to rock and rap instead. If my research is correct, the vocals for these songs were performed by Shihoko Hirata, and the lyrics were written by Reiko Tanaka. I'm going to start this set by playing Backside of the TV, which is one of the songs that plays in the TV Shadow World before you choose a dungeon to visit. This is an electronica slash hip-hop track, and I love its oppressive sound with despairing lyrics. After that, I'll play Reach Out to the Truth, which is the game's normal combat theme. If there's a song on this episode that shows off the way Meguro does songs with borderline nonsensical lyrics, it's this one. I'll actually link to the lyrics in the show notes so you can read them for yourself. It's a fantastic rock song that psychs you up for battle. The third and fourth songs in this block are Your Affection and Heartbeat Heartbreak. These are both fun, chill electronica songs that play during the game's after-school segments, and they feel just like relaxing and having fun with your friends. The last song in this block is called Heaven, and it's from a late game dungeon set in someone's perception of heaven. The melancholy feel of this track is a perfect fit for what's happening in the game, and even without context, it's a beautiful song with a haunting, longing feel. Let's listen to the music. 
And here's a word from our sponsor. Mom, Dad, I need a new soccer ball and some cleats. And I've saved up and I have enough money to buy a new bike. I've been wanting to shop for some new skirts. I could really go for some grilled steak. Let's all go to Juness. Juness is the perfect place for all your shopping needs. From clothes to electronics to sporting goods to toys. You can get anything for the whole family at Juness. Every day is great at your Juness. And now back to the show. Persona 5 is the story of a high school student who's been wrongly convicted of assault after stopping a powerful politician from raping a woman. He gets sent to Tokyo as part of his probation and discovers the world of the metaverse, where he and his allies change the hearts of corrupt people and get them to confess their evil deeds. It's a game where the heroes have been slighted by the powerful, and they get to make things right. It starts with the party working to uncover the abuses of a volleyball coach at your local high school, and it escalates until you're trying to uncover the actions of the rapist politician who got you in trouble in the first place. This game is as political as a Rage Against the Machine song. I'm not well-versed in Japanese politics, but I have to wonder how much of its plot is commentary on the government of Japanese right-wing nationalist populist Prime Minister Shinzo Abe since he was PM during most of Persona 5's development. When you're not dealing with the actions of selfish, power-mad adults ruining the lives of innocent people, you're building friendships and hanging out, and between those two things, this game got me through the insanity of American politics and the isolation of the pandemic when I played through it in 2020. It's one of my favorite games of all time. So much so that this podcast is named after Shujin Academy, the fictional high school where the heroes attend school. Shoji Meguro's soundtrack perfectly captures the feel of everything that's happening in this game. It's busy and metropolitan for scenes set on Tokyo streets, and it's ominous and foreboding when you're dealing with things in the game's dungeons. It uses jazz, funk, electronica, rock, and even classical music, showing off Meguro's range as a composer. I'm going to play several songs that cover the different moods in Persona 5. There are six songs in this block, which is a lot, but I absolutely love Megaro's work on this soundtrack. My original playlist for this block was an hour long, and I had to cut it way down to fit into one segment. Vocals for all these songs are by Lin Inazumi. First up, I'll play Wake Up, Get Up, Get Out There, the opening movie song from the original release of Persona 5. The game received an expanded re-release called Persona 5 Royal that included a lot of new content and a new opening song, but I like this song better, so it's what I'm using. The lyrics are from Benjamin Franklin. Second, we'll hear Tokyo Emergency, which is one of the songs that plays during the after-school segments of the game. It feels like rush hour in the big city, and it captures the hustle and bustle of a frantic afternoon. Next, I'll play Beneath the Mask, which is the song that plays at night when you're hanging out in your room. It has a cool feel that reminds you that you're alone in an uncaring world, and the deck is stacked against you. Lyrics for this one are from Rike Schmaltz. The fourth song in this segment is The Whims of Fate, which is the theme for a dungeon set in a casino where the house always wins. It's as enticing as a casino ought to be. Lyrics for this were written by Benjamin Franklin. The fifth song in this segment is Butterfly Kiss, which is the theme for Dr. Takemi, who sells you medicine and runs a slightly questionable medical clinic. Unusually for a doctor character, she's also a goth girl. Her character design is one of my favorites among the game's extended group of allies. The last song I'm playing in this block is Rivers in the Desert, which is one of the game's boss confrontation songs. It's an absolutely epic song that makes you feel like you can get up and kick some ass. Lyrics are once again by Benjamin Franklin.
moment At this I may write your a chance to fulfill my mission
For the last music segment, I wanted to be sure and play some Shoji Meguro songs that are not from the three most popular Persona games. I'm going to start off with two songs from Catherine, a game with an interesting blend of puzzle sequences and some very mature storytelling. And when I say mature, I don't mean the kind of content you typically find in racy visual novels. Catherine is a game that's about being a grown-up and looking at your life and trying to make a choice between marriage or life as a single man. I'll play It's a Golden Show and Act on Instinct. After that, I'll play Shops from the PlayStation Portable remake of Persona. Shoji Meguro worked on the original PlayStation release of Persona, but for the PSP remake of the game, he redid the soundtrack, and this is one of its standout tracks. Finally in this segment, I'll play Normal Battle from Shin Megami Tensei III Nocturne. This is the first main series SMT game that we got in North America, and it was the birth of a thousand featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series memes. Meguro did the soundtrack, and I wanted to be sure and show it off. Enjoy!
That's the show. If you want to reach me, you can email me at shujinacademyvgmclub at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at shujinvgmclub and on Instagram at shujinacademyvgmclub. Please leave me a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're finding this episode. Shortly before I finish this episode, Atlas announced that they'll be releasing Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal for current-gen platforms in October. P4 Golden is already on Steam, but P3 and P5 are new for the PC, and P3 and P4 are new to the PlayStation 4 and PS5. And all three games are new to the Switch and the Xbox, so if you haven't checked those games out yet, there's something for you to look forward to. Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 Royal are the definitive versions of those games, and while there's no definitive version of Persona 3, Persona 3 Portable is a very strong candidate. I'll definitely be buying the Switch versions of all three games, because a portable system is my favorite way to play long games, and I'll probably be picking up the PlayStation and Steam ports of the games I don't already have. Special thanks to Bedroth of the Very Good Music Podcast and everyone else who set up the Masters of VGM project and all the podcasters who are participating. You can follow the project's Twitter account at Masters of VGM or visit their website at mastersofvgm.com to see all the participating podcasts and episodes released to date. Special thanks also goes out to Josh Grisham of Nerd Informants for being the voice of Juness. You can check him out on Twitter at Nerd Informants or find Nerd Informants on Facebook. You can also check out his podcasts, It's Hollywood Calling with Josh Grisham and Informants Nerdcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Additional special thanks to my darling wife and beautiful children for being the Juness family. Finally, special thanks to Jameson of the Bar Silence podcast for his art for this episode and art retroactively applied to my previous episode. You can find his podcast on Twitter at Bar Silence VGM and find Bar Silence Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I've got one final song for this episode. Aria of the Soul from the original Revelations Persona for the PlayStation. This haunting operatic track appears in every game of the Persona series, so I had a lot of versions to choose from. I thought the original should be the one we go out with, since it's one of the very first pieces Megaro composed professionally. Thank you for listening. I'm Professor Tom, and I'll see you next time on Shujin Academy VGM Club. Thank you.